everybody. We're back. Um, we're at week three of quarantine for us. Uh, it's Monday. Um, what's interesting about today, I'm actually at home today. Uh, the family went to get groceries. So I had a few minutes to kind of get this in and some silence. Hopefully, uh, you know, we're on the, the dog barking or anything like that. But as I've kind of said before, the the intent for this podcast right now during this situation is, you know, I, I want to kind of um, try my best to have a feel uh, for us. As we go through this this experience that, you know, is new for all of us, as we go into places and experiences which are unknown to us, um, you know, the, the hope is that I can kind of help us uh, process and be ready uh, for each week. I want to try to guide us through each of these weeks because, you know, there's so much that's going on under the surface for all of us right now. Uh, in our minds, and our emotions, and our bodies. Uh, it's very difficult for us right now in the in-between. Uh, it's often the place where humans feel the most uncomfortable. Uh, it's almost like when things are going well, we can adapt to that. When things are going awful, when everything is falling apart, we have these instincts which allow us to adapt to that. But the in-between is always the space that kind of... Uh, brings the worst out of us all. I'll say it that way. It is this kind of a going back and forth between being tense, being ready to, you know, to fight, to, you know, to, to run, uh, to freeze. But then we begin to kind of be lulled back into this sense of everything's okay. So today I kind of want to talk about tidal waves, um, tsunamis. Not sure if you know about those much, right? But here's the basic premise of this, right? You have this, this event where there is a, uh, a seismic shifting. There's something of uh, immense power which takes place somewhere on the earth, most times in the ocean. And when this, this huge seismic event happens, thousands of miles away, it begins to release energy, force. And in a matter of minutes to seconds, um, in the ocean, there begins to generate this powerful force of energy which is uh, you know, creating a gigantic uh, mega wave, if you would. Now, what's so scary about these things is that when they happen, they happen very quickly. But even if you were to be alerted to its coming, to its arrival, it has a weird effect that it does. If you are on a beach um, a few thousand miles away from this event, you could even be warned that it's coming. But on the beach, everything looks and feels just fine. Nothing is off. Everything is ordinary. We're out, you know, you could be out playing uh, in the water. You could be suntan. You could be enjoying a Mai Tai, right? Everything is normal until it's not. It, it's a scariest thing about a tsunami. It comes sudden, quick, and instant. Um, it's not like a normal storm, right? Where it kind of, you know, gradually the clouds begin to shift. Uh, you know, the, the, the sky begins to turn you know, to a gray or to a ominous purple, something like that. Uh, you, you know, you have the first kind of uh, the warning signs of thunder, and then things begin to go down. It's not like that, right? It, it goes from everything is fine, and then everything is not fine, and it happens that quickly for us. I think that that is kind of where we are today. Um, my intention is not to scare us at all, but um, this morning I kind of record this from Alma, Arkansas. It's a place where we are not on the front lines of this virus yet. It's almost difficult for us to, you know, to experience how real this is. And the majority of the country 
is experiencing the same thing. We have heard the news and we have waffled back and forth. We've you know heard stories that kind of brought out fear. Um, we've panicked, bought you know the the uh, canned goods and pasta and toilet paper. We've been laid off from work, things like that. But at the same time, things also feel ordinary. You know, we've had to move along. We've kind of taken the kids out for walks. We've had to just do life, right? Because what's been so difficult about this virus is that it hasn't just shown up yet. You know, um, you know the, the kids are home from school, but yet most of us don't know anyone who's sick. We haven't lost anyone to this. And so where we are in this process, what I want to kind of um, give you some advice on today. I encourage you today to begin to brace yourself. I encourage you today to begin to get ready for this to get worse. Now, I'm not telling you this to worry, to panic, to freak out, to bring anxiety or fear to you. There is a preparedness which we need to take right now. Um, When a tsunami is about to hit um, the coast, right before it begins to, you know, to to cause havoc and and, uh, chaos, what happens right before that is that the sea goes extremely calm. The waves get still. And then the water actually begins to recede. So if you're on the beach and you're playing in the the water, all of a sudden the waves calm down. And then it's almost like the water begins to move away from you. It's almost like, you know, it begins to be sucked back up to the ocean. And things go oddly quiet and still. And that is split seconds before you see, before you experience this tidal wave of force. And so for those of us who are not in um, New York City, we're not on the coast yet, we're not in, uh, uh, you know, these huge metros, which are already kind of experiencing the front lines of it. If you are not there yet, then I encourage you to do this, to be wise and to begin to prepare yourself for things to get worse, because that is where we are. We've all begun to oscillate. We've gone from panic, fear, frustration, doubt, to preparing ourselves, you know, uh, beginning to imagine the worst. And then now what most of us have begun to do is to slip back into comfort, to slip back into the normal. Because it hasn't hit yet, because the skies still seem uh, the same, because life still feels somewhat familiar, because we've had some nice days of sunshine and we've got to, you know, hang out with, with, with uh, the kids or with friends, it hasn't hit us yet. And human nature does best in extremes. Either everything is great and normal or everything is, it is time to panic. We typically don't do good in the middle. And that's where we find ourselves. So I encourage you today not to be afraid or to be fearful, but to be sober about this. In the scriptures, the word sober is used very often. I think it's a, it's a powerful word. Uh, it means to be in your right mind, to be planted firmly in your right mind, to be aware of what is real and what is true, and to not get lost, right? to not lose yourself. You know, If you've uh, experienced drinking before, you know, if, if you've experienced being sick or having a fever, there's a moment when you begin to lose your grasp on what is solid, what is firm, what is planted, what is real. You begin to lose your ability to think clearly. And right now, with everything that we're seeing in politics, in uh, the media, in our jobs, with friends, on Facebook, 
It's hard to plant our feet into what is real right now. We have parts of our minds that are worried or frightened. And then we have, again, everyday experience that tells us that everything is normal right now. It's just a little bit odd. People just have, you know, you know uh, extra uh, pasta, <laughs> you know. But there's something else afoot, and it's time to be sober about this. In the scriptures, we have a little parable about the these virgins and how they were told to stay ready for, um, for the return of the king, of, of the Lord. And in this, the one thing that we see that's the most true about this, we see this warning, we see an example of this one virgin who thought everything was ordinary, that it was just an ordinary day. And so there was no... Uh, no heed to be to be careful to make sure you know that she had enough oil for her lampstand, things like that, right? But for us, what it means is that we are part of a faith. Uh, if you follow Christ, you are part of a faith that, for the majority of its history, for almost two thousand years, we are people who who were called to live every day as if it was our last. We're called to live each day fully prepared to meet our God in the next moment. Now, we haven't done that. Let's just be honest. We haven't done that, you know. But the idea was, if you were to live every single day fully prepared for it to be your last, fully prepared for the worst, for all things to come to an end, then you would be someone who was, one, mentally, emotionally, and physically ready, you know, to be able to handle any situation. But two, you would be someone who is ready to face that in such a way that you are now capable to care for those around you who are not ready, to have the extra oil for those who might need the oil, to have the extra soundness of mind, to be clear-minded, to have peace, to have uh, comfort, you know, to be able to, when everyone else is panicking, to buy enough toilet paper for themselves, you would be someone, because you are mentally, emotionally ready, you've even taken steps in your finances to be ready, uh, in your resources to be ready, you are now ready to care for other people. And this is what it's called to be a Christian. Not to, to wage war uh, politically, but to share the goodness of God who is near to us, who is loving, who is kind, who is protective. To share that kind of experience in a local level with our neighbors, with our friends, with our families. That you would be the person that while you're not going to run and hide from the fact that you have fear. You're not going to run from the fact that this is going to get worse, but you're someone who's wrestled with it enough that you are ready to be in a place of peace and confidence, that even though you know this is outside of your control, that you know that there's a God who is with you and that you're ready to take care of yourself and that you are ready to take care of others. And that is the type of light that we need right now. This is not the time for you know, Christian leaders to begin to make this about anything else. If you are a follower of Christ, I encourage you, to be honest, to express your fears, your anxieties, however you need to, whether it's prayer, whether it's walking, whether it's journaling, whether it's just, you know, if you have to dance it out, whatever you've got to do, get those things with God right now and then get yourself ready to take care of people, the people in your home, the people in your family, the people in, uh, in your relationships, in your neighborhood. This is what it looks like to be a Christian in this time, to be sober to know what is real, to know that this crisis and this danger is a real danger and a real crisis. And it will get to us eventually. But it's also to be sober knowing that our God is a real God, a present God, a loving God. And that our call on the earth is to be the first place that our neighbors and friends experience that peace and that love and that compassion and that presence. So I encourage you today, 
to be sober, to know that this is the time now to make sure that we are ready mentally, emotionally, physically, uh, practically, in our finances, and our resources, in our home. Make sure that we're ready for things to get worse. If they don't, then terrific, amazing, great. But if they do get worse, then we're not ready. Even if you, if you have all of your rations, but you don't have your rationale, if your mind is not ready, if your emotions are not ready, that's not the space we're called to be in. I encourage you to be sober enough to be able to care for those close to you and to care for those across the street from you. And so I encourage you today, whatever you need to do to get ready, it's time to get ready. And then it's time to lean back and to be confident and be uh, to enjoy the peace of being in the presence of God. Not because we're hiding from fear, but because we know that God is with us and that we have processed through all of these things that bring us fear and um, frustration this time. So be blessed. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, I'll be back on Monday, and uh, we'll be ready to process the next week of this. Hope you guys find some uh, some good ways to pass the time. I know we've been playing some games online. We had some friends. We'd even do uh, a Zoom session and play some sequence boards or uh, phase 10. So I encourage you to reach out to people around you if you can. It's important for us and for them to have that human connection. All right. I'll see you guys next week.